Welcome to episode 149 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about being a good steward of your finances and the GameStop stocks. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and financial strategist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, we're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi Caleb. Hello. I've missed you. Hey, I've missed you too. Andrew did a great job. We want to say a special thanks to Andrew yes. for uh, kind of jumping in at the last minute. We had some things come up, but did you tell him that I said he's the bomb dot com? Um, yes. No, you at didn't. The end it really of hurts the my previous feelings. Podcast. I said that you said hi and thank you. Did you the bomb dot com? Andrew, if you're listening to this, I need you to know. You are the bomb.com. I don't know what that means or what that looks like and how that plays out in real life. No, I'm not going to but... type that in. <laughs> I was just thinking, it's like, I'm not on a watch list yet. That'll be a way to Hey, do I'll it. be on a watch list. Uh oh. The... No, I got to type it up here. Right. I? You have to actually type it in the URL the board. You're about to Google bomb. it. Did you put a space? I'm sorry. I don't put a type space often. in the URL. You There's a lot of pressure. You don't meme. type. No. We don't want the meme. We want the website. Oh, if the ISIS theme music kicks in, we're restarting <laughs> this bomb. episode. TheBomb.com. It's the internet. What? We've gone nuclear. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what that means. What is it? Enter the construction. So it looks like the bomb.com says it's a bunch of internet stuff. It's, it's kitchen. No. What? It looks like it's like a media website. It like looks like articles kitchen design. And stuff. This what? Is, okay. it, there's so many different things I don't even know it, what this is. All right, this is podcast poison right now. What we're doing, we're looking at a website <laughs> you can't even and, review, see it. and reviewing it. Yeah, and we're Anyways, not showing it because they didn't pay us that ad money. But to be clear, if they did, we would probably. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bombs, though, oof. <laughs> Better way to say that. Whatever. I'm moving ahead, Caleb. A couple days ago, there was a meme going around the internet that I didn't know I needed until I saw them and then I stayed up an hour scrolling through these memes and they they made I hadn't laughed that hard in a very long time and I was super excited about it yeah so the trailer to Godzilla versus King Kong came out right and someone tried to start a debate of like who would win Godzilla or King Kong mm-hmm. and like it's Godzilla he's a giant kaiju who shoots radioactive blasts out of his mouth, and King Kong is big ape. I don't know, but he's a lot bigger than uh, than Godzilla. No, he's not. He's no, not. He I thought he not. was huge in nope. the trailer. But people were picking apart that trailer because it's like, how is this a fight? One of them. Well, know, what are you going to do if plants. King Kong wins? How is that going to make you feel? No, he's not going to win. Here's what's going to happen. All right, guys, you don't have to go see the movie because I'm about to spoil it for you. Uh, King Kong, sorry, they have to get King Kong to fight Godzilla because Godzilla's back for reasons that are poorly uh, written. Um, but Godzilla's back yeah. so far, like in the other movies where he's like, oh, no, he's back. I haven't um, seen the new one. What happened to him in that? He came back and they stopped well, he him. Was, they stopped Godzilla? Yeah. Oh, he's the bad guy? Kind. He's a big monster. So uh, they have to go get King Kong to get to go fight Godzilla, and they're gonna um, try and fight. But then, then King Kong is coming back because there's actually another monster coming back. We don't know which monster, but there's gonna be another. And King Kong and Godzilla, they're gonna have to work together because they're two beloved monsters that both have, that both of them they have a solid fan base, and uh, they're gonna have to battle this bigger monster together and put their differences aside, despite the fact that they're just. Uh, uh, kaijus and creatures of destruction mm-hmm. and they're going to have to team up in order to um, protect Earth in some manner. But there Then will the Pacific be... Rim robots are going to come out and... I know you're making fun of my idea but that is 100% how it's going to happen. 
You think so? Yes. If those, if Godzilla and King Kong and all and Pacific Rim were all the same world, no, I'd be very Pacific happy. Not Pacific Rim. I want to be clear where my where my prediction ended right before Pacific Rim, but that yeah no there's there's going to be a third monster come out that they're going to have to fight together because. You can't kill King Kong. King Kong is a beloved character, and you can't kill Godzilla because also beloved character. Right. But but what you can do is make hilarious memes on how it's not even a fair comparison. And um, if the blast out of Godzilla's uh, mouth, which is radioactive beams of terror, essentially, uh, were to have hit King Kong, he would obliterate immediately because it's a nuclear bat. <laughs> A blast coming out of his mouth. Right. And instead, in the mm. trailer, mm. King Kong decided to shoot his axe, which we don't know why. Shoot his axe? Yes, King Kong gets an axe, and he was swinging it at uh, Godzilla. And to defend himself, rather than obliterating the monkey, Godzilla shot the axe, but he, it was still coming down, so it was that, like, power move kind of shot of like who will win but I think the thing that's going to happen is the final blow against the biggest monster is Godzilla's going to shoot the axe again but it's going to fly into the other monster because they're teaming up and working together and then uh, Mm. uh, Millie Bobby Brown's going to have some kind of understanding of um, friendship or family or some Mm. really weak weak a B plot and then we'll go home and it is really sad because I feel like they went down this I don't know. Like, the new King Kong movie seemed really dumb. But, like, the original new King Kong movie was actually kind of dope. Like, the I remember really... King Kong? Yeah. <laughs> the first I know what remake. you mean, though. Yeah. Not the one with Ferris Bueller, it was... but... <laughs> Not Ferris Bueller, but... Fr- um, the one that was, like, Fry from Ferris Bueller. Not think... Ferris Bueller. Oh, Not, no, not no, actually no. Ferris Bueller. Um... But the new new one... Before the newest Godzilla movie. Wow, this is mm-hmm. confusing. Yeah, man. Uh, it's one with, like, the red. Yeah, but so in 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 the older new one... I'm so confused. I hate this conversation. In the older new <laughs> one, I think they had... The this, one where there's Godzilla's babies? Maybe? I don't remember. Oh, no, this um, is so confusing. There was a... There's a statement they made where the scientist is talking to the military guy... And this is why, if I could encapsulate why this movie sucked, it would be the writing. Because the doctor, the scientist, mm-hmm. is telling them, it's like, we have to be careful. He feeds off a radioactive energy. And any kind of a radioactive energy makes him stronger. And then the, uh, uh, the military captain goes, well, we have nukes. And the scientist is like, well, hey, bud, I don't know if you missed my like TEDx I just did on this thing. <laughs> yeah. um, he'll, he likes it. He, yeah. That makes him stronger is what I said. It's like, no, but the nukes are big. So guess what they do? They fire the nukes. And guess what happens? He just gets bigger. Yeah. And I was like, that is the laziest. R- <laughs> is the that laziest that one? Writing. Are you sure? I it's don't in remember a, One of them. Might be that one. Yeah, I think so. It was just not. Yeah. Yeah. But the the new one, after that one mm-hmm. that we're talking about with Ferris Bueller, mm-hmm. is wasn't too bad because they didn't like super focus on the Godzilla aspect. There was like some actual good uh, side plot, I thought at least. And then the King Kong one wasn't bad either. Although it wasn't really about King Kong, it was just like about them trying to escape King Kong. Yeah. So that was what was kind of weird. And that's why Millie Bobby Brown at the end is going to learn something about friendship or family. Yeah, I don't and, know. And people are going to go like, oh, yeah, I forgot there's a B-plot here. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I want to see it. I have zero it. interest in it. I want to see it, but I don't want to pay for it. So I'm hoping that's coming out on wait. HBO. Yeah. Because, like, I did get HBO Max just for... You know, they got me on the movies. I've seen a couple of them already. There's another one coming out tomorrow or today when the podcast comes out that I'm going to see, which is pretty dope. But, what is it? Uh, the one starring... Um, Denzel Washington. Oh, uh-huh. that's on HBO? Yeah, man. I didn't know that. That looks yeah. good. Uh, where he plays a detective. 
yeah. who was like an older detective and never got a promotion for reasons they don't super describe. Uh, the the I think it's the little things. Yes. Um, also starring uh, Arami Malik and Jared Aleto. I'm actually yeah. excited about those. Maybe gonna watch it tomorrow night at yeah, some point. So good. should be good. Um, and I I I would definitely pay. M- Money to see those, but I'm not I letting am. you have this transition. I'm I can't. I cannot. <laughs> it annoys me. I I would definitely put all my stock into this movie being good. Would you say Speaking stonks of stocks? <laughs> hey, Caleb. Let's Speaking let's Speaking of stocks, let's talk about the progression of You're 2021 so far. Okay, I just I need to know. Do you pre-plan these out in your head, or do you just get it on this jazz, baby? I do not pre-plan oh these. It's either a sign of brilliance or insanity. This jazz. This that's jazz. A, that's a good way to put it. I like that. Um. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't plan these awful. It's an art, and I'm an artist. <laughs> All right. Let's continue okay. talking about stocks. I don't want you to hold on. I'm trying to, to bridge the gap between art and much. stock. Um. No. So, uh, can we talk about the progression of 2021 so far? Yeah. Every day in January has been a long month. Right. All of them. Yeah. Every last day. It's crazy. They gave us five days off, and then we had the Capitol riots, and we were like, crap. All right. Every day after that was a long day. Inauguration was a long day. Andrew and I talked about it. We had a lot of fun talking about it in a non-political way. The Bernie meme, I'll, I'll be honest, good kind of breather from from the world. Uh, and now, yeah, that was a good breather. And now we have really weird things going on in the stock market. So, um, stock coordinated by Reddit, of course. And I don't. Oh, well, all right. Before we get into it, I'm going to give the background of the story in case, uh, for for those of you that have decided to just turn off all the news and shelter it in, in the bunker, here's the things that you have to understand for this story. Uh, a a group on Reddit coordinated an inf, an inflation of um, of a few types of stock, including GameStop, uh, GameStop, and others, to cause damage to hedge f- 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 funds to some of the top financial institutions. None of this is a crime or insider trading because it's a known a knowledge that they're going to do this. Uh, the hedge funds, they're going to um, promise to buy a stock or something. I don't know. It's complicated. Stocks are weird. But the hedge funds, they were trying to drive a stock down in price in order that they could make money off of it by getting people to promise to pay more than the stock is worth and then drive the price down Anyway, it's a whole thing. Uh, this, but because this group out of a, a Reddit came to inflate these stocks, um, it created a lot of problems in a lot of financial institutions and trading platforms, including one called Robinhood. Uh, and and this is open to all people, but they they then decided to 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 stop giving access to trading those stocks Mm -hmm. due to market volatility, quote, end quote. And um, then out of that, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Ted Cruz, and Ben Shapiro, they were all able to agree on, on a thing together, that this is a pretty and nasty thing that... A Robin Hood did by uh, by telling people they can't trade this stocks and and not being able to do it through their platform and halt in and trying to halt the trade. Yeah. Um, and because the uh, redditors they were doing a thing that stock market traders do on the regular, just in the other direction. So um, and 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 as as asked about it, the uh, the current press secretary Jen Pascai. Pascai. I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but just go Pisaki. with it. The press uh, s- secretary for President Joe Biden, when questioned about if the SEC is going to be a part of an investigation or or anything, she made it very, very clear that we have the first female Treasury secretary. Mm. And that's all she said. Yes. So I want to... I want to be clear. 
Christians, now is not the time to take all of our hope and throw it out the a window and claim that all things are ending. Mm-hmm. Caleb, help! <laughs> what is what? What is happening? Reddit coordinated not even an attack. They took yeah. billions from hedge fund people and AOC and Ben Shapiro and Ted Cruz. Are agreeing? Are all agreeing? They're it's agreeing honestly, like, all of it is kind of, uh, I feel like, is good. But don't worry. The first female treasury secretary is female. Like the first, she, how is, this can't, this can't be the answer. The answer to what? The question of will the SEC be investigating? She's a girl. Oh. Racism solved. Like, like I I am, yeah. Yeah, this it's definitely can't. interesting. And I think that, I mean, it's just funny eh, that Reddit has this much influence and is able to coordinate something like this. And, and it's always just a good reminder that you can't put your hope in anything, and nor should we as Christians. Other than? Other than Christ. Okay, good. Right. Like, I mean, oof. yeah. <laughs> there probably is should no have made hope. that clear. There's no hope, There's everyone. Not, you're going to die it up. in just... Death is coming. <laughs> the fourth horseman rides at dawn. <laughs> um, and I think that this is just a good reminder. And, and I mean, it's not even, to be honest, what's going on. Sure. I mean, I guess it's right. annoying. Um, I don't know. So, really, you like, said Robinhood is a trading app. Yeah, and ironically, about ro- named after the man who robbed from the rich to give to the poor, which is exactly what they prevented doing here. Yeah, and like no one has reported on that irony except right here is the only time I've heard it. Is that not lost on anyone else? Yeah, that they moved to protect the one percent and it's like it's a weird because it's the most kind of a socialistic thing that i'm so close to like yeah no absolutely i mean because you can do whatever you want right like you can do that it's supposed to be the free market but they said like we're losing thousands and millions and billions of dollars because people are doing the thing we do every day so we're going to prevent them from doing the thing we do every day now now stocks are gambling Period. So I know Christians that are against gambling, and there's mm-hmm. like there's a biblical case for it and against it. You, you can have a debate. Stocks are gambling ish. I I would agree with you <sighs> in a sense, but if you know what you're doing, and just like that's gambling. That's, no, gambling is different because you you can know and you can count cards, you can do all that stuff. Stuff except it's illegal. With stocks, if you truly know what you're doing and you're mm-hmm. good at it. Like, of course, things can happen. Right. But that's anything that you put your money in. Right. But like, I mean, that's probabilities, too. And that's probabilities in cards. It's the same thing. It's like Now, if you're if you're just dumping $500 into something and just hoping, oh, I hope this works out, well, then, like, I'd say, yeah, okay, your, your intentions aren't really great, and nor do you know what you're doing. You probably shouldn't have stocks. So you, well, do you, do you disagree case, with stocks? I'm actually curious. Hmm? You, do you disagree with stock trading? No, uh, no. I just also am not super in the camp that gambling is necessarily a sin. Gambling? Yeah. Some people think gambling is a sin. I'm like, it's a gray area. I think the bigger I think issue it, is, is it being a good steward of the things that you've been given? So if, right, I'm, I think if the, I'm bad at blackjack, hey, if I'm going all in on blackjack, then frankly, that's being a bad steward. Um there, there's right. things that you need to do first before you go and gamble money. And to me, the stock market is the same as gambling, but that's based on skill. Um, I know as much about, well, I'm probably better at poker than I am at the stock market. And so <laughs> if if I had $200 to invest, I'm going to go play poker because I'm better at reading people than I am at figuring out what the heck stocks are doing. <laughs> I mean, it's really... It's not all that hard if you pay attention. I played the stock market game in uh, high school, and mm-hmm. I almost won. I want to say I won, but I I freaking didn't, and it makes me really upset. I, I did second great place though, until it was actually my money, and then <laughs> it I don't know where it went. And that's the other thing is like, where did it go? What 
But I don't fully understand stocks. You don't fully understand stocks? So, like... Do you want me to explain the base, or... I love you, better people have tried. Yeah, I mean, I get it, I get it, but, like, I gave them 200, I got 100 back. Where did the 100 go? Wait, you gave them 200, you got 100 back? When all was said and done, I lost money in the stocks. But, like, where did it go? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, like that's the question I have. Like, where is that one hundred dollars now? If I if I gave them two one hundred dollar bills and I signed them both and you know did those kind of kind of things well, where it's, it's like trackgeorge.com or something where people track their one dollar bill and figure out where it went. Yeah, where did I mean it that's not go? the important factor. It's just the value is changing of the sure, thing sure, that you sure. bought. Sure, I get that. It's like you buying a car and over time it depreciates and you. Absolutely. You can say where did your money go? Where did I'm it missing two thousand dollars? I bought this car for thirty grand. It's now worth twenty. But like stocks, like it, it's not a real thing. Yeah, it's not. So where did it go? Like where did I mean, it go? You real, know what I mean? It's it's a real thing. Yes, it's a real but concept. It's, it's not. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like so does it just freak you out? Where's my? $100 I mean, I don't even think bill. people need. Like, I don't think it's a needed thing at all. Don't get me wrong. Like socks, oh, yeah. I feel like half people probably shouldn't trade socks, Absolutely. including myself. Yeah. But. yeah, I mean, like, so, so, you know, this to me, this even the stock market and you know the Wolf of Wall Street type of style trading and that kind of stuff. This to me is the obvious flaw of capitalism, in that it 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 paves an easy path to greed. And going to injure another person in order to gain personally, and right. this to me is 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 the biggest flaw of like the stock market of capitalism of all these things is because it's competition based. There is this aspect of if competition isn't checked by morals, then there's a no stopping a um, doing immoral things to get gain. Do you know what I mean? And and that, I mean, that was the whole plot of the Wolf of Wall Street, and people kind of idolized that guy a bit, which is the opposite message you were supposed to take away from that movie. He's not supposed to be the hero. He's supposed to be the guy mm-hmm. that you're like, I don't want to be him. Right. Or kind of same thing on Scarface. People are like, Scarface is so awesome. Scarface dies at the end because he snorts cocaine to death. You're yeah. not supposed to idolize him, but go like, "Wow, that's a sad way to live." Um, but still, I'm, you know, overall, I think of the systems, capitalism is a good thing because it's a free market. Um, but it does pave paths open to this kind of thing, where the hedge fund uh, managers can, based on their own whim, drive to close a business, essentially get them go bank erupt and then uh, profit off of that based on how they do it. Right. And and to me that's kind of that's an ethical line that I think needs to not be crossed but if the goal is just get more money then that's a line they're fine crossing. Yeah. That's the difficult part about I mean just America and the world mm-hmm. we live in is like there's a lot of freedom to do good things and to also do bad things, but right. you can't have one without the other. That's right. the, or else one side isn't going to be, or else you wouldn't be free, you know? Like, right. And that's what's, it's just, that's why I say, again, that it's like a good reminder mm-hmm. that we, we can't have our hope in mm-hmm. these things and sure. in the way our government works or any of that. It doesn't matter what government you're in and what, if it's socialism or capitalism or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's always going to have, it's, yeah. it's always going to be problems. Sure. And, and so I think that it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy thing that happened, but it's also a good reminder. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't, I never thought we would get to the place of saying there was an attack coordinate, not even an attack, a, Stock buying effort coordinated on Reddit that got trading apps to shut down and took away billions from hedge fund managers and caused unity in politics Mm -hmm. from Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. (laughs) 
you know yeah it is it is great especially it just makes me happy that it's GameStop <laughs> right I mean they picked a GameStop because they were pretty easy to crumble right um, and so I I personally do think it's um, kind of kind of ironic that they were uh, trying to 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 buy it back at a low price but instead you know you had to sell it again at a higher price which is their game trading model. I really tried hard to make that joke work, and I don't think I did. Yeah, you know, I like, oh, give me two bucks for it. You know, GameStop's like, hey, can uh, I trade this in? Yeah, <laughs> they artificially artificially deflated the price of my game, and then they turn around and yeah. sold it for more. It's just that ironic. is so annoying. Yeah, I went to turn in my PS2 as a kid, mm-hmm. um, because like something had happened. I think the CD player broke. And so it wasn't a PS2 anymore. Wait, no, no, no. It was a paperweight. I take this back. <laughs> it was a paperweight. No, I take this back. This was a working PS2. That mm-hmm. was a separate occasion. Okay. There was a lot of PS2s in our family. Oof. All right. <laughs> they came and went. Um, but yeah, they literally offered like, I think, to give us $10 for mm-hmm. it. And this was at a time when a PS2 or, still had value. Or $20 store credit. And you're like... You're keeping yeah. me in your economy. Okay, you suck, but all right. And you're just, and then you're gonna go and sell it for like probably like seventy bucks. I'm like, this is dumb. No, they're gonna sell it for like a hundred fifty. Like they're that profit margin gonna be happening. Yeah. yeah, they're ugh. So it's weird this is happening to GameStop because we were <laughs> almost all sure they wouldn't make it through 2021. Yeah, but but now their stock is doing great. And I mean, you just gotta get really rid confused. of your trade in policy at that point. Like if you're if it's like that obvious mm-hmm. and and you know you can't make money unless you're just genuinely lying to people, then just don't do it. Well, there's been pretty good articles that they've been genuinely lying to people, and I think that's built into their business model. They actually got in trouble for at one point um, opening up new games and taking out the free game code for something else. Oops! Wow, not supposed to do that. <laughs> game stop. But we're not even sure GameStop, like GameStop, they just picked GameStop because they knew they were going to try and do a short sale on all the GameStop stock, Game stock, stock stonks, game, GameStop stocks, GameStop, GameStop stocks, stocks. GameStop so stocks. they dumped all their, honestly, if it hadn't been for the $600 COVID checks, I don't think any of this would have happened. <laughs> no one would have money to right, like, just... Flauntlessly a few, a few thousand people had six hundred dollars to dump into a twenty dollars stock. They're like, "Yeah, no, we're yeah, go ahead." So it's just it's just been crazy though that that there's this animosity all based in trying to gain the most amount of money possible. Right. And I think um, in a scriptural context, there's a good amount of things. Actually, the Bible talks a ton about finances, and I don't think it's because God's trying to you know, balance our checkbooks or anything else, but because of the amount that our checkbooks and our finances and our treasures are tied to our heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a passage I forgot yeah. to look up, and I apologize about that, but it says that where your treasure is, there y- y- your heart is also. And there is a part of that that's talking about our finances, that right. if I'm spending all the effort that I... that or the place that I crave the most, I'm going to put my finances into. It's why guys take girls to expensive dinners because mm. they they genuine care about those things and so they'll put their treasure into the thing where their heart is i mean you're great i won't take you to ruth chris yeah i won't or we'll separate checks it separate checks it mm-hmm. c-h-e-x yes we're gonna bring our own checks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to sit in ruth chris yeah Gosh, that's probably twenty bucks. Yeah, it's probably on the menu. You know, like you have to get a water, sir. Yeah, the water's oh, like fifty dollars. It's Voss. No, <laughs> uh, but but I uh, there is this aspect of where we put our treasure is the place where our heart is because that's where our treasure is. Right, and I think many times the pursuit of financial gain above other things has been a type of idolatry that has ended in in the um well the destruction of people mm-hmm. um there was a 
there's kind of a study that's been done that that people got asked, hey, what's the current amount that you make now, and what is the amount that you're going to need to uh, uh, to make in order to be happy? And the answer, although the number is different, the concept it, it was kind of uh, 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 the same across the board. It was always more, right? Um, and people that made thirty-five, they need to make forty-five in order to be happy. People that made forty-five, they need to make fifty-five to be happy. People that made a hundred, they needed one hundred twenty-five to be happy. I think to be happy is an interesting, mm-hmm. interesting phrase, right? Because I think, I mean, to be honest. I don't know. The fact that you think you're going to get happiness out of money is funny. I think the Mm -hmm. only thing that I see in life, um, having more money would be a benefit, would just be more financial freedom in other places. Mm -hmm. And and to be honest, I feel like, like at most, you might have just a little bit less stress in your life. But that stress is immediately going to be filled by other things. Right. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the thing you're trying to say is that... Even as people got more, they they still lived beyond their means, essentially. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you, you think, oh, you know, I have 45 now. That means right. I can maybe sneak in getting this this TV and maybe this. And then you're right. just like, oh, technically I'm still making 35 because I'm just wasting my money on all this stuff. Right. They didn't build in a margin in order to live off the margin. They were always craving more. And I think especially finances and treasures and that kind of thing there isn't an amount that's going to be able to satisfy because there's still more to get right uh there's a passage in first timothy chapter 6 and 9 through 10 do you want to go ahead and yeah. read that for us but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation into a snare into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils it is through the, this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. So for a good amount of people, this has been a, a, a goal they've tried to attain is have the most money. And yeah. I think it's because it's tied to both power and stuff. Um, you know, the more money I have, the more stuff I can have. The more money I have, the more power that I have. The more right. influence I can have because a lot of people are chasing money and to do that there are things to chase the dollar that you have to do that are incompatible to christianity right uh there is that aspect of if this is competitive if this is me trying to gain all the finances i can gain then in order to do that i have to screw over my neighbor uh, Mm -hmm. because he has money and i need it yeah um it it's not a a temptation that is ever filled right it's it's there's there's another step there's another thing there's another thing because it's almost as if a person's trying to uh, prove a thing that money is inadequate to actually prove and it's worth in an ironic sense mm-hmm. that if i'm trying to prove my worth through the pursuit of money, then I'll never actually have enough because money can't actually define my worth. Right. Yeah. And that's, it's really sad. I mean, the fact that people try and Mm -hmm. put their worth in that because, Mm -hmm. I mean, like you were saying, like, A, it's never going to satisfy. Nope. B, like, half the people are, like, just uncomfortable sharing how much they make anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just this weird cultural thing, which I never understood. But yeah, I. It's like I get it, but right. I also don't at the same time. In fact, I feel like this is what's ironic. I feel like people are more uncomfortable saying how much money they have when they make more instead of less. And that's something I've noticed to be true. Mm. And I think that like, I was ashamed of the amount of money I was making at one point. And not because it was so high. <laughs> Does that count? Like, um, Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, probably like, different for everyone. But that's just, I feel like, what I've noticed the most. I would want, see, in, in, and this is me just being honest about the the temptation to this kind of thing, which, by the way, if, I, if I'm 
I, I'm, this isn't a huge temptation to me because if it is, I'm doing it wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm not only a sinner, I'm ineffective. Uh, but <laughs> I chose ministry to earn the dollar, you know, that doesn't happen often. And I was actually joking, talking to a couple pastor friends and I that, um, uh, if we were trying to be financially rich, Mm-hmm. It would be a lot easier. All we would have to do is sell our soul, and then it would yep. be a lot easier. Um, it's the easiest thing to do if I tie it to spirituality. Mm-hmm. You will burn in hell for doing that. But like, I will have had a nice car here. I don't know a jet. Yeah. Not to call anyone out specifically. No, no. But jets. Jets. <laughs> um, but 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 the 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 problem is. It isn't that money is bad, and I think mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of a thing in in, in Timothy that's uh, misunderstood. That the it isn't that uh, money is bad. Right. Money isn't bad. It's a tool. Tools are in themselves morally neutral. They are not good. They are not bad. They are tools. Right. It is the the, the thing a person does with them that is either good or bad. But it. it it isn't the tool itself. It's kind of the same as guns. Guns are morally neutral. What a person does uh, with them is good or evil. Right. Um, and uh, this passage often gets quoted as money is the root of all evil. And actually, there was a um, there was a, the the Bible study I had. Mm-hmm. I was actually so proud of these guys. They were on a kind of a church trip because um, they were at a different church. I had a, a boys Bible study for like three or four ye- years. Hi, if you're listening. Uh, and uh, there was a question they had to identify, is this a biblical quote or not? And one of the things on there, it was money is the root of all evil. And uh, one of them, uh, Gray, yeah, Gray actually, because um, he brought up like, uh, no, that's not the quote. And I was like, "That's my boy." And 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 his pastor came back like, "No, no, no, it, no, that's in that's in the Bible. The answer C, it says it's in there." He's like, "It's not." Yeah, it's not. That's not in there. It's like, "No, it says the money is the root of all evil." And I'm like, "But it's not." He's re- he's absolutely correct. It's it, it the the love of money yeah. is the basis of all kinds of evil, which is right. a very different thing. If I murder someone, it's probably not about money. Yeah, sometimes I mean, it, it is. Can, it yeah. can be, but a lot of times it's not. Right. So I was actually really proud of him for saying it's like no, it's it's there's there's a problem there, but that's not the basis of all of it. The basis is pride. Right. Yeah, I think that. I mean, it's just it's just true, and that goes for a lot of things. I mean, like mm-hmm. that's the same to be said about like. I don't know, big argument. It's like weapons, like guns, mm-hmm. guns kill people. I mean, it's right. like, no, people kill people. Right. And I think it's the same thing as like what you're saying here right. and what, yeah, the love of money. Right. That it's not, it's not money itself, but the intentions on what mm-hmm. is to be done with that money and, mm-hmm. and the value that that money holds in that person's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think money has to hold some sort of value, of course. And I think that, it does, but like, how is your view? Is your view on the money that this is this is not my own? This is mm-hmm. God's. This is what He has entrusted me with. And now, how am I going to spend it? Which will just change your freaking view of money yeah. a lot. Yeah. And even with like simple purchases, like right. a freaking coffee from a coffee shop, for right. me, it's like, <sighs> do I really right. need this coffee? Or a six dollar <laughs> ice cream? <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, I can get like a gallon of ice cream for five, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it's like, so, I mean, really is, is your view of money, um, to, is it the thing that you can use? Like you're saying mm-hmm. a tool or is it the thing that you're, um, just using to fill some hole mm-hmm. inside of you that you're never going to fill? Right. And it's easy to like make that seem like this big thing, but in reality it is like, mm-hmm. it is small small things small purchases it's not always mm-hmm. you buying a freaking car or like anything yeah. yeah like that like it could just be a coffee from a mm-hmm. coffee shop or 
But yeah, it's well, really it's, your intention. It's all about being a, a, a good steward of the gifts God's given. And, right. And I know overall that passage talks about being a, a good steward is about more than just our finances, but it's not a less than talking about our finances. Right. If I've been given $200 by God, then I need to not go like, I'm going to buy $200 in Tootsie Rolls because that's not being a good steward of the gifts I've been given. Now, mm-hmm. granted, there are times where a person may actually need to buy $200 in Tootsie Rolls. I am a children's minister. That day will probably come where I need to mass buy some kind of candy for something in order to effective do ministry better. But right. um, that's it's 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 a matter of being a good steward and caring over the things God gave. And money is a tool to do that. But I don't know. I just There's a ton of people that try and take that as they need to give the image or the perception of wealth in order to be attractional to people. This It was a thing that bugged me all the time is that people, we, we, we were, there were cases that people, they needed to give the, the image of glory, for lack of a better word, in order to demonstrate the glory of God by 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 trying to communicate that God has poured his riches upon us. Mm-hmm. Now, when it came down to it cuz a few a few cases that I knew this um that this had been going on w- that was actually lying. They mm-hmm. the, the, oh they were financially unstable paying for things they couldn't afford to go into debt in order to attract business to do these kinds of things and that's just called lying and the Bible is very clear about debt essentially saying like don't get into debt and granted I say this as a person who has student it's hard to do that and I yeah but but that's I mean I'd be because I'm in debt I am a slave to my debtor Mm -hmm. and I'm only intended to be a slave to Christ because now in order to be um, true to my word I also am coming under my debtor as king, essentially. And I think that's the bigger yeah. problem of going into debt. But um, thinking through that now, if I'm not going to go into debt, then that changes the way I buy houses, the way I buy cars, the way I go to school, the things I put on credit cards, you know, like those kinds of things. It changes all of that if I'm actually trying to be a good steward and and handle finances in a manner pleasing to God. Crazy difficult too. Yeah. I have a mortgage and student loans. These are two people I have to pay or they take my stuff. Right. Which isn't how that's intended to be. Yeah. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it it's all like it, money is just like so different for every person too because like it's easy to just like map it to mm-hmm. being this this greed thing or anything like that but i mean i guess it all comes back to greed of some sort but greed like pride, another yeah. thing is like that i feel like what i fall into more <laughs> is is like the savings account where it's like oh if i can just mm-hmm. build this up more and more and more right then I'll get comfort out of that. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not this thing that I want, like this new right. like Mustang car. It's right. just security. Yeah. Security. And, and I think that that's, that's probably what it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just as bad, you know, Yeah, that I, I put a lot of my, <clears throat> my, um, comfort of just mm-hmm. day-to-day spending and living and mm-hmm. all of that in how much money I have in my savings. Right. Which is ironic because I really don't have that much. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there is a security to that. And, and to an extent, there is a wisdom in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially buying a house, they kind of teach that it's important to have three months in in kind of all kinds of saving in case anything happens yeah uh, that you'll be able to afford it and that's hard to do because our western culture tells us 
get the money that <laughs> you have and spend 110% of it. Right. Uh, which is yeah. like quick maths that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I just had a, a car emergency where my transmission decided it didn't want to work anymore. Yeah. And so I had to go into a little bit of debt to take care of it. Um, at least for the time being, I'm getting some help on it because I, I love you, mom and dad. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have kind of a savings built up to be able to do that. And, right. and as I'm thinking about it in a biblical kind of a sense, there are cases God told them, uh, God told the people to to stockpile and store things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are cases that God told them now go and give it all away. Right. Um, and I th- I think it was kind of a a matter of idolatry in both cases. I mean, storing things, that was Joseph uh, being told, um, hey, the people need to store grain for seven years because a famine is coming. And and that tackled their idolatry of their own stuck-up kind of a nature that, 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 uh, that they had to be willing to sacrifice during this time in order to make it through the other time by right. not being as grand as they could have been. In other times, there's the... Um, you know, parables of the rich guy that is stockpiling things and builds bigger barns and in order to stall, uh, store his things that, um, and then he dies or the story of, of, um, the rich man that approached Jesus and said, how do I obtain the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus says, sell everything you have and give it to the poor. Mm-hmm. And it isn't that by doing these things this man was going to earn his eternity but by doing them he was going to slay the idols that he had built up right and and in that story the man walks away sad now i i think we might have talked about this too but like people tend to claim that that man didn't go do it and i think that story ends intentionally the way it does by saying and he walked away very sad. We don't know if he did it or not. Because mm-hmm. I think this is intended to be a story that we can identify a bit with of, of all right, this man, he walked away very sad, but what did he do? Mm-hmm. And then if I'm a faced and have that decision, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I think that question scares a lot of us of of God asking us to give up the thing we hold dear to give up our treasure in order to honor him and I think being asked to give it up honestly scares us a little bit yeah right and I think that's part of this thing in Timothy it's talking about is is those that are trying that are falling into the temptation of just accruing money are do and doing it at the expense of others kind of the same thing that both the hedge fund people and and the people on a Reddit are doing. Um, there's an abandonment of faith that has to happen because it's an understanding that I am gaining based on another person's misery. And I think that's very problematic and destructive to the soul and our connection to God because it does the opposite of the thing Christ did in giving up the treasures of heaven to come down to us instead of enjoying uh, kind of the fruits of 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 the throne room of heaven, right? So I don't know this whole thing, especially handling finances. I I think a good amount of it's tied to pride and idolatry. Yeah, and I think one thing that we haven't even really brought up yet that is a good way to combat this is not only just something that we're called to do and and I think should should do and that's tithe mm-hmm. but I think it's also just a good reminder to you of who handles your finances right and why that should be the first thing that you tithe right. I mean that you give right um to the Lord right. and invest into his kingdom because because it's his money and I think for me Oftentimes it's not, it's not always just solely, I mean, it is, it's like honoring God to just give the first of our fruits, um, 
and our money. Right. Not fruits. Uh, well, for so, I mean, I guess I mean, it, like as in things that are produced. And I yeah. think, you know, it, it came out of an agrarian kind of understanding. The first fruits were actually f- fruits. Like in a lot of cases, it was it was the first crops that came in. These were right. the best crops, too. And I think that's the important part that people crops. don't understand is that it's not even the 10%, although the 10% is important, but that it's the first thing that comes out. The most, the the best part of it that, 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 that comes out goes to God because where our treasure is, there our heart is also. Right. And if I'm willing to take the best and give it to God, then that's an understanding that my my being my the the core of who i am is god's right and it's an extension of that and then learning to make it on not 100% of income but on the 90 um yep. but the first part of it goes to god first if everything else gets cut before that yeah yeah. Sorry, I cut you off too, and I'm so sorry. No. no, yeah, and and I think it's just yeah, like again, it's a good reminder too, of of where your finances, like who is in control of your finances, and and I think for me, like I was saying before, it's just it's just a good reminder that this is not my own, like mm-hmm. just right. as simple as that, and that I need to be more intentional and. And just, yeah, just more intentional. I feel like it's the best word about mm-hmm. how my my money is being spent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good at that. So yeah. don't think that I'm saying this from some high platform with my little amount of money I have. But it's, it's, it's good to be mm-hmm. intentional and, and to, to have, to have a mindset that is active in thinking about um, where your money is going and where mm-hmm. it's best going to be spent too. Yeah. And, and I think Paul to Timothy is even talking about that, talking about the people have wandered away from the faith. It's not that they like, mm-hmm. you know, carry this dramatic moment of like, if I have to choose between the dollar and God, <laughs> yeah. I shall pursue the dollar. And then there's like, dun, 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 any of that. No, it's a wandering off. Yeah. Right. They just strayed off because they had spiritual ADD. Yeah. And I think oftentimes it roots back to where, like besides just finances, but like, where are you focusing in life? And this goes for like anything where you wander and you were, and you were failing in Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff in Mm -hmm. life. It a hundred percent of the time, I I believe it is because Mm -hmm. you're not keeping your eyes on Jesus. Right. Whether that's, your marriage, your finances, like all of that stuff, like all the classic life things. I believe mm-hmm. that if you don't have your eyes on Jesus and I mean with marriage, it's different because it's the other person has to have their eyes on Jesus too. But like You're with your finances, hands looking in the same direction. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but like if you aren't, you know, in community, we talk about this a lot in community, um, reading your Bible, praying, um, then like, if you're, if you're not focusing on God, things are just not, you're going mm-hmm. to wander. Like it's not, yeah. it's not an if it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just true because I, I do this freaking every month. I feel like I have mm-hmm. like, like a couple of weeks where I just like take my eyes off God right. and look at my circumstances right. and, and then like your life just like right. starts to like fall apart right. a little bit. You're like, absolutely. Ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like Peter walking on water is just a, the best vis- yeah. visualization of this is that when we are not looking at Christ, that means we're not looking at him. That means mm-hmm. we're not truly putting our full trust in him. Right. And you're going to look at your circumstances and you're going to sink because you can't do anything. It is, it is the power of God mm-hmm. um, and what he did on the cross for us that we're able to do any of this stuff and that we're able to, be a good steward of our finances and that mm-hmm. we're able to have good relationships and yeah i mean mm-hmm. now it all goes I, back to that i will i'll be asked two things I've, I've actually been doing better on 
financial things. Um, after I made one impulse purchase, Merry Christmas to me, I then decided I needed to, uh, like, all right, I'm going to tighten up some things financially. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest a few things. Also, I've been trying to get in shape. So two of these coincide. I haven't been going out to get food as often. I've been eating at home or drinking water. One of those is healthy. <laughs> the other yeah. one we're working on. Whatever. Progress is progress. We're yeah. doing good. And also, um, I haven't been buying books as much because I have like a stack of 10 I have to read. I wish I could show you guys Danny's house. It's books. It's basically a library. But anyways, continue. didn't mean to just roast you. It's a, it's a, it's a better hobby to be Thanks. in than other things you could be spending Thanks. your money on. Thank I'll you. give you that. Thank you. No, but like I'm going to read them all. Part yeah. of it is like they had the after Christmas sale and it, I got like, again, this was the final purchases before the the kibosh, but I've done a lot better. Mm-hmm. I haven't ordered the 12 books I want to order. Right. Haven't. Providence of God. Tempted, <laughs> but haven't. And I've uh, been going out to eat not as often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have rediscovered my love of PB&J. PB and J slaps differently, uh, especially at around ten thirty at night. Um, just it, it tastes different at ten thirty at night. Sure, it absolutely does taste better. So anyway, I've been doing better on financial things, and I'm actually I've been kind of like kind of pleased with myself a little bit. So good. Um, that's just I don't know. I wanted to pat myself on the back publicly. Sorry. Yeah. So we want to hear hey, from. Sometimes you got to do it. We do. Yeah, you know, I'll help you out too. Thank you. Thanks. He literally, for our audio listeners, <laughs> yeah. tune into the YouTube version that comes out on Tuesdays. I mean, I think you know he patted me on the back, yeah. but we were, uh, whatever. Uh, we want to hear from uh, you, though, and all the thoughts that yes. you have. And in if are there any good tips or tricks as a Christian that you have uh, kind of found or put in place to be good stewards of the finances God has given? Or um, and don't just uh, copy and paste. And I was hoping by the end of this sentence, the man's name would come to my mind. Finance David Ramsey. Don't just uh, copy and paste Dave all the things Ramsey. from a Ramsey's book. Gordon uh, Ramsey from Sorry. Gordon Ramsey's book. <laughs> <laughs> from Dave Ramsey's book about put different buckets. He's the bucket guy, right? I have no idea. He's the bucket guy. Um, but no, please do tell us any tips and tricks. Put it on our uh, any of our social media or send us an email. Um, the best way to get in touch is to go to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. There's a form at the bottom of the page and just tell us there or ask us a question about any topic or just yes. say hi. And those uh, make us pretty happy to get those. Yeah. Caleb, are we on social media? Yes, we are. You can find us at Nobody Special Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to give us a follow there, you can see what we're up to, what the episode, new episodes, when they come out. Um, and also, you can comment there or DM us if you want to ask us questions or just say hello as well. And finally, there's our YouTube channel, which comes out every Tuesday. We post the uh, videos of these podcasts. Sometimes there's tiny extra things. You get to actually see what Caleb and I look like. Sorry, we're not different. Uh, This is just the face God gave us, and we're going to work with what we got. The face, the singular face. One face. face Yeah, I didn't know that that we were just one face, but we we talk different. We get mistaken for brothers often. For brothers? Yes. We're like the face of... The face of Bo, except when I talk, I have my voice, and when you talk, you have your voice. But we're just one person. Wouldn't that be the craziest podcast ever? Sorry, side note. What if it was just one guy who's really good at like making another voice, and he just had conversations with himself? That would be terrifying. Anyways, sorry, I freaked Danny out. I feel like they have one, and I'm just not sure what it is. Ugh, that'd be scary. But like, no one knew, and then one day it like... There's a video version, and you just see this guy just like doing like three different people's voices. I think it's just called like a cartoon or Eddie Murphy. No, but like at once, it's just Eddie like Murphy. a podcast. He just sits down and talks with himself. Yeah, it's an Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> Gosh, where he plays the same like it's just Eddie Murphy and his friend whose name I never remember, 
and there's 12 people, 12 characters, but they're all played by Eddie Murphy and his friend. That was Portlandia or whatever. Well, that's a sketch show. Also, that's there's a few of them. Anyways, anyway, no one cares about this. <laughs> They've already stopped listening. But we do appreciate everyone who tunes in in the show, who tells yeah. other people, who asks us questions. Anybody that does that, we appreciate all of our viewers, yes. listeners, listeners, viewers. fans. No. You're not allowed to be fans, guys. All right, you can listen, but don't give us, don't give Danny the ego. Sorry, sorry, Good both grief. of us. I'm, no, I, I keep on all, ragging all of us. I'm trying to end on a positive note. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a downer. Like, push it down. Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, Caleb and I do appreciate all of our people yes. who tune in the show and share it. So, thank you so much for everyone out there. So, well, I think Caleb, that's going to do it for us today. Mm-hmm. I'm Danny, and I'm Caleb, and we are. Nobody Nobody special. special.